from around the world and hanging out with that spider under your toilet seat. This is Paranormal One. back to Paranormal One. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm Mike Grasso, along uh, back from their boat ride. Um, Steve Bartell and Josiah Lee Henson. Hi, guys. Hey, Mike. How's Whoa. it going? <laughs> Just ducky. <laughs> Couldn't be happy. We had like these incredible storms blowing through today, so I really wasn't sure how well we we're going to make this work tonight. But um, so far, so good. Good. No damage, so, I hope. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't gone outside to look. Um, we were supposed to get nailed today, too, but we just had a small five-minute storm, and then that was it. Sunny ten minutes later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we, did, yeah, we didn't lose power, and I think we lost a couple flowers outside, but, um, you know, fingers crossed. And I know some folks across the country are having a lot worse time than this right now. Yeah. So, um, you know, just we're, I guess we're thankful for that. But um, so have you guys caught up on all your sleep yet from uh, that investigation that you had? Oh, Missouri? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I'm definitely back rounded again. I don't know about Steve. Yeah, it, I snapped back pretty quick. I mean, you don't have a choice when you got to go back into work Monday morning, you know. But <laughs> Good point. I, I, I will say this, though. Uh, you know, I'm used to staying up till four or five in the morning doing just any old investigation, any weekend, you know, yeah. groups coming in, whatever. Um, that one being pretty much an overnighter, not getting back to the hotel until 7 a.m. and sleeping, oh. whatever. It, it did take me a good three or four days before I was I was getting up, going to work, coming home and going immediately to bed for yeah. like three days before I snapped oh, wow. out of it. Yeah, it's, you I, can definitely tell that we're not young anymore. <laughs> I hear that. Well, I uh, found out the day before I went to Post Town, I, I found out a week later that I had been exposed to somebody with COVID the day before. Oof. I, I went there. So I'm <laughs> messaging everybody, hey, uh, guess what? Oh, no. So uh, I, I, I did get tested pretty quickly and everything was okay. But uh, yeah, there, there's that, oh my God. I hope uh, hope everybody's all right. Uh, but, but then I, the, the next weekend, I, I, I came down with something else, and it was like, okay, I, I guess I better slow down a little bit. Yeah. So the, these things happen. Now, you guys had, it looks like just had a, a great opportunity to go to a place I've never been, even though I've I'd been aware of it for years, and it was like a half hour away. Um, Willow Creek Farm. Yeah. Sounds like you guys have been there a couple times now, right? Yes, this was second second time for the, for the team. Yep. Wow. So um, I, I guess, and you guys, you know, help me out with this. Uh, Willow Creek Farm was is is, is a place. It's uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the place. It's in the, the Shannon, Shannon, Illinois. Shannon. Thank you. I knew it was a person's name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Elmer. No, <laughs> I know it's Shannon. Uh, <laughs> uh, the the um, Al shoot. Now his name's escaping me. Al Kelchner. Thank you. I, I always wanted to say. Ketchner, not Kelchner. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, he bought this place, what, about 10 years ago? Maybe so, a little bit more in there? Yeah, sounds about right. Yep. And he says on the day that he closed, 
because he, he was just one of these. Was he was a uh, re- retired cop? No, I think um, it was. he was or a city constru- worker. Yeah, like a construction apparently I know worker. nothing. <laughs> I think it's clear I know nothing about this. Nice tries okay. though. No, that's all right. Yeah, he was a construction <laughs> worker in New York. <laughs> okay. I knew, okay, I, the New York part I remembered. Yeah, and he like always wanted to like live on a farm and own his little farm and do his thing. So he just kind of bought it. And on the day of closing, he said to the previous owners, "So, ha ha, is the place haunted? Ha ha." And they're like, "Uh, why do you ask?" So <laughs> after moving in, uh, he just had some uh, incredible experiences. Uh, he was assaulted. Um, yep. Uh, what else he he uh had there was a a native american he was seeing on his land um yeah quite, i quite, mean not a, a ghost yeah he, he had quite a few things happen right off the bat now it's been a while since i've watched the uh paranormal survivor show that, that was he, the one, she yeah. was on yeah but i it was really cool to see him on that and see his story and see it see it reenacted with different people of course but then they interviewed him <laughs> and everything but uh it's been a while now so i uh don't remember very specifically all of the things that happened but i remember one of the things he was doing something in his kitchen and he came mm-hmm. up and got basically bear hugged from behind or something yeah. like that and was incapacitated yeah. <laughs> he thought he was having a heart attack he's like here i am Nobody knows. No, nobody's coming to visit. Right. Nobody to call to help, call for help. This is how it ends. Yeah, I guess that happened to him two times. So it was that first time, and then it came around like another week or so later. It happened to him, and he said he felt like whatever it was was so big and strong that it could just lift him off the ground like a like a little doll. Yep. Wow. And he is not a small man. No. Um. He's he's small as far as height goes, sure, but he's yeah. stocky. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, just. It's amazing that something could could manipulate him like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's had he's had countless people come out there over the years. I mean, a lot of uh, psychic mediums. A lot mm-hmm. of you know he he started out allowing paranormal teams to come out and actually like like do what you would call a typical investigation with cameras and recorders and all the all the usual equipment and stuff and uh did that for quite a few years and then kind of got to the point where once he got to know his spirits really well and uh you know basically is of the mind treat them like you know the human sitting in the room with you type of thing instead of you know hey dance for me uh knock on walls (laughs) for me whatever (laughs) so i I, there was a shift and now he likes to just have you come out and just experience the place as opposed to set up your you know your dvr system and all that stuff yeah he used to put a limit on equipment that people could bring out yeah, and no cameras. He's like, there's nothing camera. to investigate. The place is haunted. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Investigation has nothing to do with this now. Nope. Come and experience it. You know, I, there was. Oh, go oh, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, there was a group that had come to Conover, and uh, we were talking. I was talking to Al one time, just kind of comparing notes. And he said that this group had been to his house. And uh, it was one of these groups was like, we're scientific, we're scientific, science, 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 facts, facts, facts. And while they were out there, they were complaining, oh, not much has been happening, blah, blah, blah. Then like some, like, it was like a massive, it felt like an explosion rocked the house from top to bottom, just shook the whole place. And the guy's eyes got really big and he ran out of the house. What was that? What was that? What was that? Nothing, nothing. They couldn't figure out what it was. So um, at the end, then the group sent him 
a finding or a, a summary of their findings, and they're like, yeah, nothing happened. It's not haunted. We, we couldn't find anything to <laughs> say it's haunted. He's like, how can you deny that? Right, right. Yeah, he, he brought up that story let, uh, last weekend. <laughs> Did he? Yes, yes. <laughs> yep. Well, I guess at, at, at one point, the tone in the house shifted because um, he used to bring groups to Conover sometimes. They'd come to his house for the weekend. He'd be like, hey, I know a great place to go. Yep. And he'd come and bring groups in, which is pretty cool. Because he, he brought in some really cool people at times. Oh, yeah. He, he a, also, uh, there's a group out of Chicago that would come in. They would kind of hold an event and sell their own tickets to the event and then come into Conover. And every time they showed mm-hmm. up, uh, Al would be with them. And, uh, you okay. know, some of those people came to the Scottish Rite when we were doing tours up there. And Al came with them as well and everything. Yeah, he's he's if nothing, he's very active in the local paranormal community. Yeah. Well, y- yes, yes. Although, uh, you know, not not to segue uh, or get off track, but he's very adamant about he kind of wants to be done with the paranormal community. He's very much into the afterlife community. That's his. Okay, that's his new thing, and I can talk more about that later. But um, when you hear the way he describes it and some of the things that we discussed last time and everything. I mean, it's it's fascinating, and I definitely want to know more, and I definitely want to dig into it some more, you know? Well, I guess tying into that, Steve, you know, he talks about many of the spirits in that home as his quote-unquote family. Correct. Um, as we, you talk about uh, moving through the afterlife and in and out, and if you want to call it reincarnation, um, there, there, there's the idea that everybody in your life you've known in a previous life. In, in, in some manner, maybe you were a friend or a spouse or a son or an uncle or a niece, um, but you, you knew everybody you knew before. And so he believes that the spirits in this home were his family in another life. And he still maintains that 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 connection. Now, is, or at least the last I spoke, <laughs> at least that last I spoke to him, that was it. Is that still correct? Yes. And, and you know, okay. he he, he d- uh, discloses that in his paranormal survivor episode as well. They, they discuss mm-hmm. that, you know, his his wife, his daughter, his two daughters, I think, maybe wife and two daughters, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And I think there's two daughters and a son. OK. OK. Yeah. And just to be clear for anybody listening, these are spirits. Yeah, one I believe okay. is named Lily, and then I can't remember the other two's name. But the wife is Sarah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but then one of the daughters is Lily. Because ironically, every time we go, we have at least one, if not two, Sarahs with us, which yeah. makes things really a little complicated. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a, a, a the three G paranormal i think it was it was like a mother daughter and granddaughter yeah that that stayed there one weekend and came down to conover for a night and they got some some pretty cool evidence i remember from when they were there like a a a mirror that was like a full-length mirror that was tilting yep although so i brought that up with him this last weekend really and 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 i said you know that was that was an amazing piece of evidence that mirror just you know on its own was starting to move and turn it's he, not evidence and it's an afterlife experience no he he said <laughs> okay. essentially he goes yeah that mirror he said uh you know it would do that because it was unevenly weighted and no. uh, and everything and he was able to replicate it and make it do that <clears throat> so he mm. did made adjustments to it tightened it up do whatever he had to do uh but i said oh i said that's disappointing you know because that was a pretty pretty cool piece of evidence to catch on film yeah. and everything but you know it sort of speaks to how much can be explained true 
Yeah, and also it. bravo to him for coming out and saying, yeah, it was it was something explainable instead of just going right along with it. Well, and, yeah. and he's not out to necessarily exploit and get rich off of his yeah. house and what's going on there and everything. So he has no reason yeah. to to not say, well, that, that wasn't paranormal. It was cool, but it wasn't paranormal. Yeah, and there's, yeah. you know, whenever we've gone out there, there's never any monetary exchange at all. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. So to me, that that speaks some volumes there. Not to say that, like, we do Conover, of course, but it's a different boat. We have to pay the building owner and keep up our equipment. <laughs> Whereas he, by by all rights, he could probably charge 25 bucks a head, and I don't think anybody would bat an eye at it. Nope. No. no. Just like Field of Dreams. Yeah. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's but, an amazing property. The house was built in the, what, mid-1800s to yeah. early? Yeah, I think it was 1840-something. Yep. There was a lot hmm. of Native American activity uh, on the lands. Uh, mm-hmm. Not sure of specifics on that, but, you know, we looked it up, and one of the Black Hawk War battle, battleground sites, which was uh, uh, um, Kellogg's Grove, yeah. what is about 17 miles away from there or so. And, okay. uh, you know, the path between there and, like, Stillman's Run and some of, you know, Dixon's Ferry and some of the other Black Hawk War locations, would, he mm-hmm. would have been right on that path and, and everything. And wow. on our first visit, we were sitting outside in lawn chairs in the driveway just chatting. <clears throat> And we heard what sounded like war drums coming from over the field. You know, like really? Our first thought was, someone's got the big bass box in their trunk and whatever, whatever. You know? <laughs> but as Al pointed out, he said, no, there's no major road around here. Plus, you would have, you know, you would have heard it get louder. You would have heard maybe the highway mm-hmm. noise or the vehicle noise. And, you know, and it sounded like war drums. Wow. Yep. That's pretty yeah. cool. And I know just walking into the house, you just get this feeling of, I don't even want to say fear because I'm not scared, but I get a feeling that we're definitely not alone. And especially going up the stairs, the first time I never did go upstairs, but the second time I did get the chance to go upstairs with Greg and wow, just walking up those stairs, it's almost like you're walking back into time, at least the way I feel. Hmm. I'm trying to remember. He didn't. Isn't it the basement where something is still kind of nasty down there? I'm not sure. I didn't go to. Did you go to that? No. In fact, I I should disclose this right off the bat. I uh, I was mostly chatting with Al outside. You know, there there was times where everyone was out doing stuff, and we were just still sitting by the fire. That he built up a campfire and everything. I pretty much just <laughs> talked to him most of the night and just kind of circulated. I didn't really do any exploration or investigating if you will um when i came into the house he was giving his presentation on all the evidence that had been sent to him over the years but Mm -hmm. uh i wandered around the bottom floor a little bit uh josiah and i sat in the living room or i guess what i'm not sure what you would call it but fantastic room with like the uh the picture hanger rails like a Uh, parlor room yeah like a parlor room Mm -hmm. and he, he had some old furniture in there man it just it felt amazing in there yeah. you felt like you were back in the 17th century <laughs> he is a very engaging guy too you could probably talk to him he could probably just talk well and, and, for and whole he evening. does he's got a lot of stories you know and <laughs> yeah he didn't tell as many this time as he did the first time but it's always fascinating yeah the first time when we came i think we just got unloaded on which was fine that's what we wanted but then the second time we came 
I'm glad that he remembered that we had already been there because it was a lighter ah. version of the original, which was cool. Sure. Good. Yeah, there, there's so much that, that happens and has happened there. Uh, what did he, he said something about that. There were the, the Native Americans on the land were like the, the protectors trying to keep things out, I think it was. Well, and he said he was somewhere in, I think, Missouri or something. And someone told him, like, hey, like pulled him over, and like, hey, I've got a message for you. <laughs> and, said, right. and it was like, the, you know, the, 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 the guardians of the land like what you're doing to the home and the property. And they want they want to thank you. I know he has a lot of, you know, strange synchronicities when he goes to different places. He goes to places and they say, oh, your, you know, your wife, Sarah, has visited us yeah. and, and everything. Has a wow. lot of, like, just mind-blowing stories of of things like that. Um, I don't remember the whole protector's angle, but I do know that he said he was told by the psychics from the Palmer house hotel in minnesota yeah. remember they came in with him mm-hmm. that one time and did conover and gave us some really cool they insights. were incredible i agree they, they totally changed the way i look at conover square i agree i agree yeah. well he had them to his house and uh you know he said he trusts them very much uh, trust what they what they see and what they tell him and everything they told him that mm-hmm. there's an elemental in the woods uh just up the hill from his house and that mm. the elemental is controlling things like a marionette and you know everything that he's been experiencing in the, in the house is what the elemental has wanted him to experience and and things like that and he said he's wow. he's had difficulty you know grasping that ever since you know and kind of making you know he's uncertain on what to think you know is this really my wife and children is this something that's yeah. been forced upon me by this elemental and so he's not sure what to think about it but that's what he what that's what he was told i think that's about the time i was moving away <laughs> when, when that was happening oh moving to and pennsylvania i thought you meant like moving away moving, like oh, backing <laughs> cautiously no away, thanks you know? man yes oh i'm open-minded but this is too far <laughs> no um he, he he talked about that there was a shift in thinking about the place I mean, it's significant. Uh, and that must have been that time because he was supposed to write a book with Rosemary Ellen Guiley mm-hmm. about the place. And it was put on hold. They're like, wait, in the light of what's happening, let's 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 stop this and um, see how it plays out. And then she died. So uh, obviously she didn't write the book. So I didn't know. Is, is there any word on uh, anybody else continuing this story for him? No, I know that he he does reference his book quite a bit, but I mm-hmm. I haven't heard about it yet. And what's really interesting about that is, think about um, the Hanover haunting. She was going to help write that yeah. book as well. Yeah, and then Ooh. she passed away. That's kind of a unique little tie in there. Mm. I mean, she's a well, still is, but obviously she was a heavyweight in the community, and uh, you could almost say, hey, any project that she was willing to take on. You think people would be fighting to be the next in line to, to pick it up? Yeah, absolutely. That is weird. Um, Al mm. mentioned multiple times that he is still working on the book. He he basically said, you know, I'm going to get this thing published one of these days. You know, I'm <laughs> still still forging for ahead him. with it. But you know. yeah, yeah, he he's a really neat guy. I, I still really wish I had gotten to see the place before I left. And there's no good reason. Well. Part of the reason was because we were always busy with our own building. Sure. 
doing things. Um, but uh, yeah, he came out so many times. It was, it was he was always fun. He knew so many interesting people. Yep. For a construction worker from New York, he really knows how to network and uh, <laughs> and make things happen. He's brought out a couple people, and they were kind of like. I would ask them questions about their experience or their abilities or something like that. And they'd kind of look at each other and snicker like, this guy has no idea who he's talking to. And I still kind of wonder who these people were. <laughs> like, 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 oh, isn't that cute? Like tapping me on the head. You know, here's a quarter. Go get yourself something nice. Um, I, I, I felt like they were, you know, just sort of really, really patriotic. Not, not in a bad way. Right. Yeah. But like, you know, or like they don't want to brag. Like, yeah. well, yeah, I think the one time I said, well, so are you sensitive? And they looked, yeah, you could say that. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm, 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 I'm guessing there's something well, more going on here. To, to that note, I don't know, you see people advertising paranormal conferences in all sorts of different states and places, and they have a list yeah. of 20 people, you know, and, you know, okay, there's a few guys from TV. Oh, there's someone that wrote a book. Um who the hell are these other 12 people? I've never heard of any of them yet. They're billing them as like, Ooh, come see this person, you know? And yeah, you know, so, so, so for you to say, to not recognize someone, you know, they shouldn't be pretentious about that because I mean, they weren't, no, they weren't, well, I mean, they were trying no, to be nice. Said, okay. But you yeah. said they were a little bit like a little bit of the condescending side, kind of like, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't know. Of course I can't. I, it, not, it wasn't, know. it was like, they didn't want to brag. Okay. okay. It was more that type of thing. Sure. You sure. Know? And, um, also, like running into Michael Jordan was like, oh, do you play? You're tall. Do you, you play basketball? Yeah, you, 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 you play like horse, yeah. right? <laughs> right. And also to your point, Mike, of him coming out and not knowing anybody, something I, I thought that same thing. But then we've got to bear in mind that he was on a national TV show, so I think oh, that yeah. kind of puts him on the uh, short list. You know, sure. I'm sure people seek him out all the time that have yeah. similar experiences or can add to his. Uh, you know overall experience with his place and everything yeah. yeah well and like you guys have been saying too you know he never charged anybody to come out right he's like come on out we'll have spaghetti you yep. can stay the night i mean he, he was he's just so open with the place he just like likes to have people around he, and, and share what's happening like-minded people i think he likes the exchange of ideas and stuff you know yeah yeah that, that's it's nice to find that one little uh, perk that he gets is that, especially when we have Grillmaster Steve there, um, he does get fed. And I think I think that's pretty common. And for him, you know, being out in the country all by himself, you know, working in Rockford, that's a good jog away. So he probably doesn't have yeah. a lot of friends that come to visit. So probably a pretty cool thing to have people over like that. Yeah, but we kind of do it in reverse. Rather than him feeding us, we always, you know, take the grill out and everyone on the team brings a dish to pass and yep. things so both times we've cooked and, and fed al and just hung out and enjoyed it and, and i do want to publicly acknowledge that he has made several donations to conover uh to the the, the upkeep of the building while he's coming when he when he'd bring groups out oh that's cool so so that was always appreciated yeah yeah so that was that, that was really nice of him um but yeah it, it's it's a really cool place uh there is does he still have the Facebook page? I haven't seen anything posted lately. Yeah, I think he still has it. I'm not sure how active it is. I don't really follow it, okay. but I, I know he still does have it because that's how him and Colleen communicate. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny on Facebook sometimes. 
you, you see something all the time, and then all of a sudden it just disappears. Yeah. Like you never see it again, even though they keep posting. Yep, that's the old Facebook algorithm. Hmm. And I do notice the more that I like a page, like let's say that the more I'm actually actively engaged, the more that I'll see of the page. Okay. That's a good point. I started typing Willow Creek Farm and I was typing into Google. Huh. <laughs> now he's getting old. Okay. <laughs> okay, well. I guess, oh, oh, there it was. I, I, I always, there it is. Haunted Willow Creek Farm. Yep. Yep. And when was the last he posted? Yeah, just a couple weeks ago. Actually, it was more than a month ago. But it's more recently than a lot of other pages I've seen. Um, so, yeah, he, he's still out and around and, and doing that stuff. So, um, yeah, if, if anybody's looking for a kind of a low-key place to to check out, definitely. The Haunted Willow Creek Farm uh, page on facebook there's a website too but i can't think what it is or at least there again there i know there was i don't know if there still is probably still is um but uh it, it's kind of a cool place and al does make the rounds he's he travels uh he's he's been up at uh rockford mm-hmm. lately hasn't it at the uh paranormal convention there yep the last one that you and i went to together mike you had introduced me to al mm-hmm yeah, I know he was at the one before. I, I'm guessing he typically goes up because he, he knows Kathy pretty well and many of the psychics that she hangs with. Yep. They're yep. stable, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> yeah, and also to that note, um, I believe he said he was going to speak at the one in DeKalb, which apparently just got canceled today, that DeKalb Paranormal oh. Conference. What, was that the Afterlife Conference yep, in DeKalb? that's right. And I'm almost wondering if Kathy will end up canceling hers as well because COVID. Oh, no. I think they, that's why they cited the cancellation. Well, she she canceled it and was going to have that smaller event and everything without vendors and things like that. But yeah. but you're wondering if that one may get canceled too. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm, <coughs> Just when we thought we were out of the woods. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Mm. So, Steve, you said about the the afterlife thing that he's focused on. Yeah. So he. Uh, you know, immediately when we got there, he was talking about it, and he, he was mentioning um, about psychologists and everything. And he said, uh, the paranormal community, you know, everyone is kind of, yes, people, a lot of people have day jobs, but a lot of the people in the community, that's what they do. That's their gig and everything. The afterlife mm-hmm. community, he said, is comprised of lawyers, doctors, accountants, uh scientists all kinds of like a huge cross-section of all kinds of different people from all walks of life and he said there are people in the afterlife community who are actively pursuing bringing para uh uh what's the word i'm looking for uh parapsychology into the forefront and the mainstream and trying to do things to Hmm. legitimize it as an actual science and everything. And I told him, I said, you know, on our podcast here, I've done multiple book reports about (laughs) certain phenomena and, and then follow it up with, Oh yeah. But scientists all say this is all 
complete bullshit, you know, and that yeah. parapsychology is all a, you know, figment of our imagination, blah, 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 blah. So it was interesting to hear that there are people that are very actively trying to uh, to bring that to the forefront and and prove things. And, Interesting. Yeah. Well, well maybe uh, we might want to try to get a hold of Al and see if he can make some time to sure. talk I'd be, to us about I'd be great some of those things. He, he gave us a reference. It was called IONS, and uh, I don't have it right in front of me, but it's a group or a society, and uh, they're part of the afterlife you know, community, and it's a lot about that, about bringing parapsychology to legitimacy and you know so hmm. i i guess I, I can't give you an actual website link uh it looks like steve well, um did you find it mike oh no i was just gonna say if if, <coughs> if maybe he can come on and give it to everybody himself yeah well, that'd be great and uh, actually, i'll actually, leave that, that at that then actually i do have it right here um one of the guys in our group emailed it out to everyone uh it's called institute of noetic sciences ions i-o-n-s uh, it's a research. Noetic, you said? Yes. It's a research center and direct experience lab specializing in the intersection of science and human experience. And uh, hmm. at some point here, I'm going to go down the rabbit hole and uh, look into a lot of this <laughs> stuff because I, I find it fascinating. I really do. Interesting. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be something nice to learn more about. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. I guess too. You know, as long as I, I had a really nice segue into this, and now I forgot what it was. Um, <laughs> I I wrote down notes for myself, things I wanted to hit, and that segue was not in there. So of course it went out of my brain. <laughs> but I I mentioned just before we started recording how disappointing it was that the Holzer files will not be returning for a season three. Now, did you guys watch this? So um, I did not, but I am an avid listener of Beyond the Darkness or Darkness Radio, and yeah, they, they've yeah. now instilled in their weekly uh, lineup a Holzer Files recap. So I've been following it oh. through the radio, not you know not listening to it or watching it, rather. I've seen a handful of episodes, and, and I'm really impressed with the way they did it, the way they tied yeah. in you know hans holzer's actual recordings and and things like that but uh yeah but i haven't seen both seasons in their entirety yeah we we really enjoyed it well, part of our friday night pizza and ghosts you know we always <laughs> watch that and then uh once discovery plus came on we finished season two because I, th I think they stopped showing a couple a couple of seats Boy, now I'm thinking about it. I don't know if they showed any season two on the air, if that all just went straight to Discovery+. Plus. But, of course, you, we burned through those, and it's like, oh, crap, when's season three coming? It's not. Uh, they said the show wasn't canceled. It's just not being renewed, which I'm sure for some kind of contractual reason that makes a difference. Uh, but to the viewers, it all means no more, no season three. But one of the neat things about the show, like you were saying, Steve, is that they would, uh, I mean, Hans Holzer, one of the, you know, along with uh, the Warrens, probably one of the, the preeminent OG ghost hunters here, that, uh, you know, kind of, I guess maybe you could say some class to to ghost hunting. Jeez, uh, the guy used a typewriter for crying out loud and reel-to-reel -reel tapes. Right. So, yeah, he, he was doing this when... 
Casper was still everybody's idea of a ghost. So uh, he, he conducted thousands of investigations, just just amazing and well documented. And so. It, it, through the show, they go back and revisit some of his investigations where maybe um, something was coming back up or he wasn't able to maybe visit a place as many times as he wanted or something like that. And uh, a new team would come in, look at it, and, and, it, was, and it was pretty good. I, it was, they usually got some nice evidence. Um, but I, I guess one thing I noticed about it, and, and I've st- I started seeing this in some of the newer shows that had come out um not as much like the, the, the some of the, the the older ones but it, the older ones claim to do it but then they just go for the thrills but it, it's like i'm going to solve this haunting yep. i want to discover what it is i'm going to um put a stop to it i'm going to show you the homeowner how to stop your haunting um and, and i'm going to sh- i'm going to be right where everybody else was wrong about this haunting uh, a lot of shows have done that like we were we used to watch uh, ghost loop it was entertaining and but the the thing that and, and they, they it was entertaining i guess what you could say that says a lot there but um this was one of those shows hey we're gonna solve your haunting we're, we're going to get to the bottom we're discovering things we're putting things together in this hour show that nobody in the world has ever done in your house and we are going to turn it on its head and get you the results you want. Or like Dead Files, just tell you to move out. But, um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, have you guys noticed this in recent shows that this is, it's gone from, hey, look what's happening in this haunted warehouse mm. to we're going to identify the ghost and get a social security number and get a loan for a Tesla. I've noticed it with like uh, Ghost Brothers, the the newer yeah. Ghost Hunter show. It was always like about these people need our help. They need us yeah. to come in there and you know figure out what's going on. And even Ghost Nation was kind of the same way. So yes, it was never just oh, we're going to go investigate uh, investigate this place and see what happens. It was always like we're helping them out. We're doing them a, a service, a favor in trying to get to the bottom of this you know and yeah yeah it, it, there's a huge shift in in all the shows to that except for maybe ghost adventures which is still demons demons you know <laughs> well they, they they say that we're gonna find out who's haunting this place and then they get you know zach is possessed and then they go running out and somebody gets a headache and scratches <laughs> right. and then they walk out saying you know we were able to get some compelling evidence but not about how it helped the people right but but you know yeah. but they never really you know, it was never their format to sit down and, you know, with the people and say, okay, well, we're going to do everything we can to, to get this all sorted out. You know what I'm saying? It was, but, but, but to hear them talk that they thought that's what that, they're trying to do. They claimed that's what they were doing. Yeah. Especially recently, like it's like the, the intro will be Zach, like driving in his car saying, I got this alarming phone call from this homeowner who is disturbed by these horrible things that are happening. We need to get to the bottom of this for them. They need our help. And we come, that's what we do. <laughs> and then they just do the investigation and <clears throat> they get, you know, cool stuff. That's awesome. Great. Let's pack up and go home. <laughs> which because but if that's what you're gonna do just say that's what you're gonna do right because i think people are fine with seeing that i, I and that, i guess that's my point i when i'm watching a show i don't need to have them solve a mystery for me no i want to see some cool shit happen and i'm okay with that 
I, I don't need it tied up in a bow. Just saying, all right, this was this was some crazy stuff. Sure. Yeah, where sure. are we going next week? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How well, do you guys feel about that? Well, <laughs> oh, for, oh, I'm sorry. For me, it just kind of makes me curious. I don't watch the shows a ton myself, but it makes me curious to wonder were people just getting fed up with the same old cookie cutter show and were they more interested in the actual like resolution versus, well, we heard some sounds, you know what we, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. was it the audience's input that influenced this or I'd be very curious to find that out. I, I don't know that it was so much audience preference, but I think that it was an attempt maybe by the producers or whatever to Mm -hmm. give something different than what's going on because people still talk about it in the communities online and stuff. They're like, do we really need another new show going to Waverly Hills where everyone's already been just (laughs) doing their version of the same stuff that people have done? You know, so there is a lot of a lot of boredom with Mm. the typical formula. So but but then you get well, what's the oh shoot? What is it? The the one with Dakota? Oh yeah, the latent the the uh, uh, something fear um, destination fear. Yes, there you go. Where okay, they say in the very beginning, I am conducting a psychological experiment. I want to study the effects that fear has in extreme situations. It goes on like that. I'm like okay, I'll give you that. What are your credentials? Is the study peer reviewed? You know, are we, <laughs> what, what, what kind of is? No, they, they go into a place, they get the shit scared out of them, right. which is cool to watch. I mean, it's like, okay, this is no, but Mike, this what, is legit. This is happening. But then at the is? end, it's not like they put a, this 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 study together saying, you know, go online to see our results where we discover what the blood pressure. Does. No, I just yeah, get it's, and go it's, to the next place. It's not any altruistic kind of you know thing by them. It's hey. We want to test ourselves and see if we can, how long we can go before we're too scared that we got to go screaming back to the other people in the group. Let's say it's that. Well, that's kind my of, friends that's and I kind are, of what he, my friends and I have a bet running. <laughs> that's kind of what they say, <laughs> though. Gets scared the most has to buy dinner tomorrow night. Just because they call it an experiment. What they're really saying is, yeah, we're going to see who can last the longest before they chicken out and come running down to the other two, you know, three. Whatever. Yeah, what do they say? You can't can't. What's the thing about putting lipstick on a pig? How's that? Something like that. <laughs> or, or don't. You can't polish a turd. Yeah, there's that one too. <laughs> don't piss on my head and tell me it's raining. Yes, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if it's if it's if if you just want to go and get the crap scared out of everybody and see who screams the loudest and runs the fastest, say that. Right. I don't. I, but I I understand what you're saying, Steve. I, I agree. You've got to say well. Okay, so you want to go to haunted houses? We've already got fourteen shows with that. <sighs> What's your twist going to be? It's a psychological experiment. <laughs> we're, we're going to dress up as flappers and dance and drink and shoot guns off and make the person think that this is the day they died. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Give me eight episodes. You got it. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's. I, I don't know what's wrong with. A show with with a with a, if somebody's got the personality to to carry a show and just say we're gonna come in here we're gonna get scared out of our minds probably run might even pee ourselves a tiny little bit and then we're gonna put everything together the next day and see what we found I, I don't I, I I would watch that show it doesn't have to have a storyline I'd 
or, or solving a problem. I'd watch that show where it, if it's good, if they're finding good stuff, I should say, I'll watch it. That's okay. Like Ghost Brothers. I don't care what they did. I'd watch them because they're funny. I like them. Yeah, and for <laughs> but, me, yeah. for me, when you kind of think about the different shows out there, just my personal preference was more the ones that were, were told, like Paranormal Survivor, uh, Paranormal mm. Witness. There was one on Animal Channel, and it was recreations yeah. of. And that was yeah. just the way that I enjoyed the shows versus the actual reality side of it. I just seemed to get more out of the other ones. I could see that, yeah. Yeah, more of a, uh, you know, this you, you get the greatest hits, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, it, it's, uh, I, and it, it, there's there's something for, I think, for watching the the, the, the stuff as it happens and that. But, but too, it is kind of nice to watch the other shows and be like, tell me a story. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> you can kind of put your mind at ease and just, just watch a, yeah. a short story. Yeah, and, and there are so many out there. Anybody with Discovery Plus was like, "Oh yeah, there's a lot." Yeah, uh, and 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 if 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 you don't like a show, you just watch the next one. Yep. And we were talking the other day, and I know we kind of get off on these old man tangents, but you think about all these different platforms and all the different streaming platforms and all that. Mm. It's endless at this point in time. It's almost endless. You, there's not enough time in the You're day right. to watch them all if you wanted to. You're right. So, so what is it that's going to catch your interest more than that, that for, make you watch one show, show more than another? Yeah, I think at that point it's just preference. Yeah, or personality. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it's the, the, somebody's got to come up with a new concept, you know. Or yeah, I mean, I don't know. I a lot of a lot of the shows you know try to be scientific and are using cool equipment and stuff like that but you know for me ghost lab was still the gold standard for that you know and yeah. if, you know, they, if they were around i don't know that they would i don't know i don't, I, I don't know it, if they would it, still it, hold yeah. that say you know go ahead sorry and <laughs> re-watching that they really make some stretches right in being scientific um right i, I think they're cool guys again you know <laughs> I don't think they need to do that to be interesting. Yeah. Um, they, they, as people, they were interested, an interesting group and, and the things that they brought to an investigation, just some of the outside of the box ideas that they would have, I think were good enough and you don't need to overreach, which I think a lot of shows have, have done and continue to do now. Steve, you look like you were getting ready to say something. No, I actually, <laughs> well, I guess not to uh, not to spill the beans too much, but I my fantasy football league decided to draft <laughs> on podcast night, so I was intently watching the picks get taken off the board as the draft started about two minutes ago. So, so I, I oh, that's right. I apologize you said for eight. You said 8.30. I was thinking 8.30 my time. Nope, 8.30 our time. I'm like, wow, Steve, you're really doing great through this. How so? Because I I thought it started an hour ago. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Two minutes ago. Nope, nope, that's all right. (laughs) Yeah, I can multitask. In fact, if I'm not overly focused on it, you know, maybe I won't make a stupid pick. You know, maybe I'll I'll win the league because I'm multitasking. 
be one of those people that just like picks based on the color of the uniforms and <laughs> hey sometimes that works for people but <laughs> that's what i hear i'm just gonna draft all bears players you know i'm sure <laughs> that can't be a losing strategy right oh that's a great i'm sure you're i'm sure the other <laughs> owners in the league would love that oh yeah oh yeah you go steve good job <laughs> you can't have enough kickers <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that that was sort of my thought I, as, as much I, I think the whole premise of the holzer files had to be based on something like that because that's kind of what the initial investigations were it, it was hey I, I folks are being troubled i want to come out here and try to help them you know that was 50 years ago so um to look at these things again like okay that, that makes sense to come from that angle but yeah it just seems that a lot of the shows that that, that have these i don't want to say agendas um just the, c- coming in from the viewpoint of hey i'm going to solve this i want to fix this for the people um for me i'm happy with whoa look at this off the charts crap that happened while we were there this is pretty cool i'm, I'm okay with that I'd, 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 again, I'd be okay watching that show if the people doing it were interesting and they weren't a little, like I said, overreaching with yeah. some of the things they're trying to do. Agreed. And rather than trying to dramatize their their one night there or their two nights there, <clears throat> why not just say, well, not a lot happened, but a couple, one cool thing did happen and we're going to show it to you now, you know, and then just yeah. discuss it as opposed to just trying to gin up that little knock that was, you know. Or, or that orb that flew, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Let's listen to this knock in reverse 14 times. <laughs> Can you hear if it's really a voice? Yeah. Or let's go buy candy for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But you know what? Though it is funny because when, when you do get this, if you do get into the shows and you get to know the, 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 the people in them, it's like, oh, okay, this is kind of funny. But you can always tell the more of that type of stuff that happens, the less it happens in the investigation. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, 40 minutes in, they're just starting the lockdown. I'm guessing they didn't get a lot. Right. Somebody bumped their head on a rafter. (laughs) (laughs) That's that. Um, So, yeah, I guess... You know, we, 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 we kind of talked about keeping it a little bit shorter tonight um, until, Steve, you got this big smile on your face again, or did you just draft somebody really good? Well, <laughs> I mean, isn't everybody really good with your first pick? I mean, you know, it's, the way it works out is you might get the first pick in the draft, you might get the best player in football, and that player might be out for the season in week two yeah. you know i mean so yeah. it's, it's it's all just a coin toss you know it's it really comes down to in the later rounds where you do a little research and like find a hidden gem that has a breakout mm-hmm. year and that's that's what gets you the you know the wins but <laughs> so how'd you do last year um i don't you know it's been a few years since i finished in the top two or three but you know this is this is a, a money league and everything, so so there is a little bit, there is a little bit at, at stake and everything, rather than just bragging rights. So, you Does know, Janelle know this. 
Yeah, but it, it's cheap. But when you have 14 <laughs> people playing in it, you know, then your payouts oh, okay. are actually pretty decent. But it's okay. been a few years since I've won. I, I usually end up, I usually make the playoffs, but I don't always, you know, end up in the top two or three. Mm-hmm. Out of all, it's, there's not four. Yeah. I mean, 14 is actually a lot of teams too because you're so your mm-hmm. talent gets spread really thin if you, if you think about it if everybody drafts true court two quarterbacks uh that's almost every quarterback in the league and we know a lot of quarterbacks in the league actually suck you know so <laughs> <laughs> but there's always that one surprise but the you, breakout. Got, you got to have someone for your bye week you know to, to play mm-hmm. so wow Anyways, well, good luck, Steve. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to go off on, on the football <laughs> tangent. I know Josiah's saying, like, oh, my God, can we talk about something else? No, not at all. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, my, my mind was just obviously elsewhere. I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> but, but yeah, to, so so to sum up Al's uh, place, yeah. the, the first visit, uh, you know, the first visit we had some things happen while we were sitting around his table, got to experience uh, things there. Uh, we also, we were looking out the windows at one point and we saw these like bluish, almost like arcing electricity kind of like it, just energy. You know, I, I guess I, I can't think of any huh. other way to describe it than just, it looked like pure energy. Wow. And, uh, this time around, I basically just, uh, just enjoyed chatting with Al, you know, and just talking about stuff and, uh, I didn't do a whole lot of investigating, so I, I can't. I don't really have anything to bring to the table as far as like recent experiences. Yeah, yeah I think we did a pretty good job summing it up, though. You know, about between the two experiences that we've had out there, I think we did a good job summing it up. Yeah, so I mean, it's 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 a cool place. I just, I mean, from everything I hear, um, I just I feel bad I never had a chance to get out there. So I'm glad you guys have had a, a chance to check it out and at least had a. I mean, even if it wasn't a big experience, at least you had a good time. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Nice way to spend an evening. Yep. And, and like you guys are saying, too, you know, finding like-minded individuals to uh, to have experiences with, that, that means a lot. It's tough to do that sometimes. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if we spoke since I went to the last meeting for... No, I don't think we did. Uh, there, there's a, a another festival type shindig coming up in the fall, and we're trying to find a location in town again to to do something. Oh, great! Nice. Yeah. Are yeah. You, are so, you getting good uh, vibes and everything? Kinda, kinda. I need to get off my butt and uh, get in touch with some people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there, there there's a good chance that something will be able to work out. So good. Uh, we've got our fingers crossed. Yeah, and, and it, it was nice too that we had like the, the really good, like we were turning people away the last time. Yeah. So we really want to put something together where everybody who wants to can have a chance for something, and then afterwards um, have something just then you know, for people who who sign up to to go in. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was nice. Coming up on the hot season too right now, so that's going to help exponentially. <laughs> Yeah, de- definitely. Um, this is this is the time to start planning for Halloween. Yeah, it's, it's actually past time. I mean, yeah. usually. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like by last year, we had both of the riverboat 
cruises scheduled, mm. planned, and sold out at this stronghold. point, and and yeah, and stronghold and stuff. And actually, we're we're a little bit behind behind the gun, a little bit, uh, mm. or behind the ball, whatever the saying is. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we we got to get going, kind of figuring out what we're gonna do for spooky season because it's yeah right around the corner. Right after Labor Day, I'm gonna put up my Halloween decorations already, right? <laughs> We've already started. Yes. See, <laughs> see that. See that there. Is that a is that a Darth Vader pumpkin? You bet it's a Darth Vader pumpkin. <laughs> awesome. Ass. Love it. Yeah. And the baby doll head with the glowing eyes. Nice. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yes. Halloween has started. Of course, yeah. in this house, it kind of always goes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the one year somebody came in. It was like early September. And they're like, oh, you've already started for de- decorating for Halloween. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. I'm on the same schedule as Walmart and Dollar General, you know, <laughs> when the candy shows up in like late July, it's it's go time for Halloween, you know. So you have your Christmas tree up then or uh, only Halloween, only Halloween. Yeah, okay. Christmas, I, Christmas, I can wait till after Thanksgiving, you know, hey, if you get on like the Hobby Lobby schedule. You're about two months late. <laughs> I know. No, actually, they don't carry Halloween. We yeah. went there. We, we were doing the rounds uh, one day recently. We were like, okay, because uh, like the baby doll head, at, they had them at Big Lots. So I was like, okay, we're going to hit this. We're going to hit that. We're going to go to this place and that place because Halloween's starting to show up. We want to get there first. And Hobby Lobby had a lot of autumn stuff. Yep. But no Halloween. I think it's they're so heavily Christian based that they avoid right. most of it at all costs. Right. So the 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 Hobby Lobby schedule for Halloween, yeah, don't follow their schedule. <laughs> Michael's on the other miss hand, miss everything. Michael's, right. there you go. Menards, the Party uh, City, yeah, yeah. All the spirits that pop up. Oh, Spirit Halloween, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm getting all their Facebook stuff already, and I absolutely love it. And I actually went to buy something, and it was already sold out online so oh bummer but the stores are well, i was checking up. every day for these baby doll heads with the glowing eyes i mean literally every well as, as, every day that i could every day that i was in town i'm stopping into big lots and finally like yeah now <laughs> that's like the one thing i really wanted i was happy for that it's the little things yep no doubt <laughs> yeah well are we ready to call it a night yeah i think so Yep, sounds good. All right. Well, thanks, guys. It's, it, it's always fun to talk about Willow Creek Farm and Owl. It's kind of a kind of a cool cool package there. Um, I I really really enjoy speaking with Al, hearing you know hearing his stories and stuff. He's he's a fascinating guy. Yeah. He's a very cordial guy, and he's just all around awesome. Go see him. Yeah, he is really really nice. The only disadvantage of trying to get him on the show is he might take it over <laughs> so uh lots of lots of room on our disc to record uh this may be a a two-month deal break it up into several chapters two, <laughs> two four six um but, but he just has so many amazing stories yep and and it's such an engaging guy that yeah he, he could probably end up doing that so maybe we'll make that happen we'll see what happens um but thank you again everybody for listening um paranormal1.com paranormal1 on facebook um para1contact at gmail.com para1booking 
at gmail.com if you want to be a guest on the show. We've also got Bartell and Henson Paranormal on Facebook, Rock River Area Paranormal Society on Facebook, and ConoverGhosts.com. Not Facebook, just on com. Dot, just on dot com. So, um, guys, got anything else now that I've done that? Not really. I, I Good. think... I think that's where All right. Sounds cool. All right. Well, thanks, guys. We will catch up again soon. Uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening. And until next time, we will see you in the dark. Want to do the clappy clappy? This sounds good. Oh, yeah. But, 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 but.